Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. It is the last week of the NFL like football season when we actually have football we have one game left it is super bowl week uh we are recording tuesday the show will come out thursday i'm sure the line will change one or two more times um we have some things to talk about that is not super bowl related um i think we'll go with some of the boring stuff all the coaches are hired all the head coaches have been hired head coaches Um, are in i think there's a little bit of shuffling with coordinators but yeah, some core some coordination shuffles, but uh, I I think I mean there were some surprises. There's not stuff I can really say that like is yes or no at this point. Like in terms of good hire or not good hire, I thought uh, Vrabel would for sure get a job. That's the one confusing thing. It's I can see why Bill Belichick didn't get a job because he is kind of old, um, and he does have that very it's my way or the highway. Um, attitude, which I don't know if that flies well with the younger culture. We've talked about that before, but I thought Rabel for sure would be getting a job, and I I don't know what those two guys do this year. I think Rabel could probably just sit and wait on his hands, um, and Belichick probably get into some type of booth somewhere or I, some I feel TV like show. Rabel might be the first guy in for whoever gets fired. Well, that's a isn't that that's kind of the weird thing. Like so, Pete Carroll. Bill Belichick, Matt Vra- Mike Vrabel. I'm, I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not. Um, probably not, but it feels like if you're a team that's not do like not performing up to standards next year, you could fire your head coach very early into the season and get a head start on hiring one of those three guys. Yeah. Now, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, obviously a lot older. Yes, obviously a lot, lot older. I'm heard some rumors, some rumblings that it has something to do for Pete Carroll, at least that his unwillingness to adapt to a modern game is kind of why some teams are overlooking him. Oh, really? Like, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how true that is either, because a modern game would say run the ball on the one yard line. Which he did. Yeah. So you think that. It would say, hey, maybe we need you to run more of a modern game. Well, you just proved my point. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You said a modern game would support running the ball on the one yard line. Well, exactly that's exactly it. Yeah, but he doesn't support that. I thought, wait, so he wants to change a more modern no, game? No, that's what I'm saying. His uh inability to adapt to the modern game is why he's been overlooked. Right. I don't know if that's true. I don't know any of it, but yeah, I heard. Why that. is it? I don't. Uh, his name was not in the conversation as much as Belichick, right? Like Belichick was interviewing here, second interview there, um, but Carol's name never really popped up so much. It was also a surprise firing. Like I, when we started talking about who's on the hot seat, I don't think anyone ever thought that Pete Carroll would be on that hot seat. So it was kind of one of those. And then they also, Seattle came out and said that it was a mutual separation, but. I don't like 
they said it was a mutual separation where Pete Carroll would then go into the front office and have some type of role with the team. But then he came out and said that he'd like a head coaching job somewhere else. So that doesn't sound like it's a very mutual interest thing. Um, regardless, like those two guys, like if you just say the age is a factor there, the most surprising person not getting hired is Mike Vrabel because everyone says that he is like an excellent coach and everyone's happy to play for him. Um, and they, he was in a bad spot in Tennessee. They just didn't do very well with drafting. They drafted two quarterbacks in high rounds that just didn't either weren't allowed to um, progress or play or show talent over like Will Levis has only been in the year for league. And then Malik Willis, uh, who they drafted a year before that was only been in the league for two years. So they kind of put him in a bad spot. He did get them to the playoffs. They did win a playoff game or two. I think one. I think um, they went to the conference championship. So maybe, but they might've done it with a bye. Yeah. Now they were a good team in the uh, AFC for a bit, but they did kind of start slipping down and it was just basically on Derrick Henry and aging Derrick Henry's shoulders as we saw the past couple of years and nothing really amounted to anything. Some odd moves, which we've discussed before about losing star receiver, AJ Brown. Yeah. And not making up for it. So I can see the motivation of like, Hey, we need a rebuild here. There's, there's, there's nothing really to cling on to there right now. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah, so, with likely Derrick Henry moving somewhere else. That's what the, yeah, he's a free is. agent now. So I don't know why yeah. he'd stay with Tennessee. I don't know why Tennessee would, why would he stay for a rebuild? Yeah, exactly. And they're not going to franchise tag him. Then they have to pay him as the top five um, running back and they're in a rebuild. So that doesn't make any sense either. Um, but I, I do think that this might be an advantageous spot for him because he will now get a head start on whoever gets fired first. If he wants what to, do you, to what do you think about, uh, I think it was Marlon Humphreys comments on Belichick. What did Marlon? Oh yeah. He said, um, uh, well, he said, if this guy is the greatest coach of all time, how come during this coaching cycle, nobody picked him up? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much I take that into account. Like we just broke down when no one picked him up. He, he wanted full control over the front office and everything. So if you were to hire Bill Belichick, like let's say Atlanta hired Bill Belichick, he would then fire 30 people. Immediately. Yeah. I, like I'm looking at it at the point of view of people taking shots at his legacy. Now, I still think you kind of still have to run with him as the top or the up there of head coaches of all time. But I think they're taking shots. They're taking shots of like, without Brady, what have you ever done? Without Brady, without the Patriots, you can't even be on a team. Kind of that's the shot they're taking at him. Yeah. I mean, he made Brady. He he started Brady's career off. And then Brady just went and kind of took over. And he's the one that left first and won a Super Bowl. So he has the upper hand right now. But so what would you say if, if Belichick goes to a team, like let's say Dallas. Because that there was rumblings that he might go there. He's good friends with Jerry Jones. There, Dak Prescott is there, and Mike McCarthy has one year left on his contract. Like, doesn't go well for them this year. He steps in and wins a Super Bowl with Dallas. Like, is he then back in? Who was it? Brady? Absolutely. Or as soon as he does that, people will start remembering again the first few Super Bowls that the Pats won. How great that defense on the Pats was, and yeah. they'll start um, attributing that to uh, Belichick again. Yeah, I mean, you have a short memory, right? Exactly. It's yeah. that's exactly it. So, um, 
All right, so let's move off coaches because we got hey, all that. Can I throw one in? This is one that we I wanted to talk about last week, but we forgot. The Kadarius Tony situation, because we talked about him so much this year. We got to finish off with him too. Well, yeah, because he sucked this year. <laughs> but you you saw the inc- uh, incident with whatever he posted on his Instagram, which was contradictory to what the team said. You saw that? I, I, I know that he also said something this week, but I know that. So the team said that he was hurt. Yeah. Um, And he posted something like. I'm not hurt. Yeah, I'm not hurt. They're just making injuries up. Yeah. So. What do you take from that? What I kind of understood it was the Chiefs being nice and almost offering him another opportunity to go to another team that, hey, it didn't work out with us, but we're going to like leave you the last little shred of dignity, a little bit of saving grace, and just kind of say he's injured. Maybe you can get picked up next year. You have a tryout, trial run with somebody else. Now, as we've seen in the NFL, when you get into a fight with your team, it usually never works out with the, for the player. I'd say 90% never works out for the player. Yeah. So did he just kind of yeah. give himself a little bit of a death sentence? Completely. Like he had had the worst year of his career, which is saying something because in New York, when he was with the Giants, he wasn't necessarily great, but he wasn't costing the team's games. Like he wasn't losing games for his team. Now, last year he came in and won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. And and this year he's he's actively losing games for them. And I completely think that you're right, saying that, hey, we're gonna we're gonna bench you, we're gonna tell people you're injured so that you still have a career. So that next year you can maybe salvage yourself because you're not playing for us again this year. Now, did you hear what he said this week? Something about he thinks if the ball comes to him, he's the best receiver in the league. Someone, he a top, yeah, he's a number a, one receiver. A reporter said, are you still a number one receiver in this league? Yeah. He said, yeah, you just have to give me the ball. Well, I don't know, Kadarius Tony, because Patrick Mahomes tried very hard to get you the ball this uh, this year, and you kept dropping it. So what else do we have to do to get you the ball and then show that you're a number one receiver because it's hitting you in the hands yeah. multiple times? And, you've, and, and one of them was a pick six. Is the in the first game hit him right in the hands, bounced off, and the Lions returned it for a pick six. And then in the Buffalo game, I think it was again where it went right off his hands and in, into a Buffalo defender's hands. Like it just like, do you think he plays this weekend? What have they said anything about him playing this weekend? I haven't checked. Neither have I. I I would just assume I, that he wouldn't. Like why? Why would you put him in a game with this magnitude when, especially when Rasheed Rice is doing like so well yeah i think for those long bombs you're going to um valdez scantling you're using your workhorse yep. travis kelsey you're getting rice in there as much as you can yep. uh who are the other uh, receivers they got they'll probably put the next two guys above tony a thousand percent like i don't think i don't think he'll play it says right now that he's unknown status unknown for 49ers game after yeah. he addresses injury controversy so I mean, at that point, after, even after he said that, why would you put him back in, right? Like, why risk the I'm team chemistry sure in the locker room? I'm pretty sure once you contradicted your team, you've burned the bridge. It's yeah. Like, especially because you're not a star talent. You're not somebody who gets a bit of special treatment. He's not Terrell Owens. No. Terrell Owens could act like this and and 100% get 12 passes thrown his way. Yeah. Like, Darius Tony just has to go back to basics, shut up, play football. Like, just... 
go back to catching the ball and being fast. It's very, very like he has the talent. He just can't put it together. Um, did you watch the Pro Bowl games this weekend? I did. I don't think I've ever at any point been even close to watching all of the Pro Bowl at any any level ever. Right. Okay. It's just of no interest. Like I'll say this: football and hockey, the most, are games of intensity. When you take away the intensity, the games kind of suck. What's the point of watching the Pro Bowl or the All-Star game when there's zero intensity? Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to hurt somebody else right these days. What's the point? I agree. The essence Um, of the game is gone. So Now, for football, they've turned into a flag game. I've never been to flag football. I'd rather just go out there and play flag football than watch it. But but it's not just flag football. No, they got all the events and... Did so? Did you see any of that stuff? I saw highlights. Um, I so I sent you a little thing of the six quarterbacks for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So the, I mean, that's the problem. The biggest oh, man. problem. These guys are far from the best. No. Well, I mean, CJ Stroud deserves it this year. Tua deserves it, and then the NFC. I don't know if I would go with Baker or Geno. Jared Goff turned it down. I don't think Jalen Hurts deserved it either for this year. No, I mean, who else in the NFC are you going to pick, though? I Dak. think you take Dak Prescott. You could yeah. put Brock Purdy in there. Over well, Purdy, these guys. Purdy's playing. He's, I get it. He's in the um. Yeah, Matthew the Stafford, maybe. Maybe put Stafford in there. Stafford yeah, over Geno Smith. I mean, I, it, it, yes. But I, I'm actually going to argue against you on this one um so usually what we do every time we're not recording is just arguing and then every time that we hit the record button we disagree with each other but i watched this weekend and i watched the nhl on saturday night because you actually win money if you uh win the nhl all-star game and it was exciting the, the guys actually were out there trying towards the end of the game um but the i wasn't going to watch the the Pro Bowl games because I, I was the same way. I was like, this no one actually cares. And football is a very intense, violent sport. And if you take away the violence and the intensity, it's kind of just tiptoeing your way. It's down. flag football, it's which flag they've football, got right. Which they is what the, yeah. So but dude, the intensity of the games in between that, like the um offensive lineman games and the defensive lineman games, I think they did like an obstacle course. They had to pull like three thousand pounds down the field in a race. Um, what else did they do? They did like high taps, uh, trying to, oh, that was part of the obstacle race where they tried to swat balls out of the air. Um, and they did a tug of war. Like it was actually very exciting. And what made it exciting was that the players actually cared. Like the NFC players in, in those games, the NFC offensive and defensive linemen, dude, they were so exciting to watch. They're pumped up. They're cheering each other on. Um, it was actually now don't get me wrong. There was still four quarters of flag football that I fast forwarded through until I saw like Amon Ross St. Brown or Laporta or Jameer Gibbs get a touchdown. Then I'd just go and watch and see what they did. But um, I, I did tune in to the weekend all around for All-Star. And I, it just, I mean, you're not wrong. All-Star games have lost their thunder, but it is still cool to see them try to make something different out of it. Yeah. Like the kicker's tic-tac-toe is kind of cool. The the best the NFC catch award was dumb. He blew it. He had it. I know. I know, but um, it's still like that stuff's still exciting. Can to I interject? So else. 
one thing I believe about these skills competitions is they're a little bit cyclical over time. Right. You're saying that, you know, like they're always trying new stuff to make them exciting because they kind of hit a lull and people lose interest. Fans lose interest. Players lose interest. For example, the dunk competition. We've had some epic dunk competitions and it's hard now, right now, to find players that want to get into the dunk competition. It's had its ups and downs mm -hmm. in the NBA. This year, I heard a lot of criticisms for the NHL skill competition that some of the players, mainly maybe Kucherov or something, but just wasn't Kucherov trying, just Kucherov wasn't trying. Yeah, but, but I mean, they the winner gets a million dollars. McDavid won, and he won a million dollars doing it. Right, but I I get his thing. Like once he lost the puck, he he it's over. He's not catching. He's not going to win it. Right. He made a mistake, so he kind of loses interest that you're out now. But I don't know if that's NFL, true because you can, you could, he could get the puck and it's, there's, you, there's like eight events. If he finishes last in one event, he can still get to the the next round. Right. So I can appreciate the NFL. They're switching things up and they're trying to get into, uh, trying to make it more exciting. And I think they're maybe, uh, from what you're saying, they're at that point right now where they are making it better. If the play, if the players are interested, it makes a big difference. Thousand percent. But. But just like trying new things, like yeah. it's and even having Eli Manning and Peyton Manning being the head coaches of the opposite teams, like they were out there. Like Peyton, when they lost in the last second play, um, was like on his knees, like disappointed, and Eli was excited. Like it was exciting to see those guys be excited about it because, like, you're right. If it was an actual game, like no one wants to hurt anybody, nobody wants to get hurt. But this actually was something that, um, it seemed like it meant a little bit more to the guys than than usual and i do like the fact that they're doing like closest to pin and golf um and like the madden games and stuff like that like it just just to make i just want to see the camaraderie camaraderie of the players coming from different teams for like one weekend um yeah. and then shit talking to each other after i just don't want it to turn into basketball where all season now these guys are just like best friends because that's not right. fun either would you not think that the pro bowl's also has the issue of it doesn't have the opportunity to display the best players. Um, it does have the opportunity. It's just the players choose not to do it. Well, that's it. But also for, yeah. you know, a lot of them, if you're in the Super Bowl, you're going to not go. Yeah, but that's always been the case. I know, but that's that's what I mean. That's kind of a, a downside to it where it can never live up to its full potential. Yeah. You know what I, I just remembered because I saw it on the internet the other day is the NFL used to have a third place game. Like oh. the the losers of the two NFC and AFC championships would play a third place game. How long ago and was this? I I want to say like twenty years ago, thirty okay. years ago maybe. But I think when we were alive, I I can't go. I'll correct myself next episode if so, if I'm wrong. But um, and it was like the most hated game in the world for all the players and anything. And maybe maybe that's what made the Pro Bowl games, like the actual Pro Bowl game. But imagine playing that third place game. Yeah, you just, you just lost your chance for the Super Bowl, and now you have to go back out there and play a game that means absolutely nothing. I don't get why it's there because I understand in tournaments for placement, third, yeah. you know, World Cup, they got a third uh, place game. Yeah, um, but for the season, nobody cares about third. Nobody cares about fourth. Exactly. Nobody cares about second. You either win or you didn't win. That's it. So That's it all was, it is. It was called the playoff bowl. And the it playoff. was a postseason game for third place in the NFL. 
um, between 1960 and 1969. So a lot, a little bit further than 20, 30 years ago. Um, but yeah, that's actually hilarious. Like I, I would, I would, as a player, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. Did you know that the, um, the, uh, NFL Super Bowl champion used to play, or the NFL's league champion used to play the collegiate champion. Really? Oh yeah, that'd be a bloodbath. Uh, it, it was a bloodbath pretty much every time. I think there was like one incident where the college team actually did well, but jeez, they got also, rid of it. Also, super off topic. Did you see the uh, World Cup twenty twenty six games that uh, Vancouver got? I did. There was a lot of criticism. Um, well, we don't know which games they got. Well, they got two Canada games. Yeah. I, I don't support Team Canada in soccer. That's another podcast for another long story. Way too political. But I did see a lot of people <laughs> were shitting on MetLife Stadium because of all the torn ACLs. Yeah. I mean, they, they'll probably replace uh, 100%, like yeah. The FIFA rules, they have to put grass. Like It's yeah. a non-topic because yeah. they have to put grass for FIFA. They won't allow them to play. 100%. If it's not grass, so... I mean, you got to do it in New York, the biggest city in and New Jersey. Other... Well, yeah, East Rutherford, New Jersey. East Rutherford, New Jersey. But still, <laughs> like they're gonna market it as New York. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. But what it, the, the joke is? What happens when all these like hoity-toity fancy Europeans show up to New Jersey, like being told they're going to New York? Yeah, yeah. expecting the, Manhattan. Take the subway that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, speaking of just one more thing about uh, this European football thing, what are you doing May 25th? Does that ra- date ring a bell to you at all? No. Well, you have Whitecaps season tickets, right? No, I, I stopped that um, after the COVID season. There, It got postponed for a couple seasons for the COVID because I never went. Yeah. Uh, and then I made it to like one game the year after. So I didn't renew them again. Uh, okay. Cause that's when uh, Messi is coming to um, Vancouver with Miami FC. Yeah. Tickets are going for like $900 right now. Will he play though? I think he'll play. All well, these playing. guys, they don't like playing on the turf. Oh, yeah. That's true. That was the whole thing. Like uh, Thierry Henry never played. A lot of these big name guys, Didier Drogba never played. They never Thierry. played in Vancouver. Because so, they never wanted to play on the turf. I didn't even think about that. I have to remember now who I was talking to, to uh, about that game. He might play on the turf, but I he also might play fourteen minutes and then. Yeah, but I know you're right. I think I don't think he'll play. I don't think he'll play now because of that. We put money on it if we can bet on it. Anyways, let's go back to football. Um, the <laughs> the the speaking of turf, actually, this is a great segue. Did you hear about the um, San Francisco 49ers complaining about the Super Bowl? Yeah, the Bowl? sponge. They're playing yeah. on a sponge. So they're going. This is I thought was weird. I don't know who gets to decide where you so where you get to practice. The Chiefs are using the Raiders facility, practice facility on grass to practice for this game coming up in Las Vegas. The 49ers have to use the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV's. Um stadium to do their practices how like who gets to choose like where they do they get a choice or they are assigned because there's a massive advantage to having an nfl practice facility and then a college practice facility i'm sure the college practice facility is like millions and millions and millions of dollars and all that and it's it's just as good um but well i i would just argue that it's not just as good because there's a pro level stadium um there that kansas city gets to use You'd think that they do like swap every day or something. 
Yeah, you'd think that they might share fields, but I understand that they each have access to their own field. That kind of makes more sense that you have 24-hour access to your field. Yeah, like that that does make sense if the fields were and the buildings were of equal value, but that's hard to do when there's only one professional yeah. facility. My question is, is this now something in in the uh, 49ers head? No, I think they use it to as like we are um, underappreciated, undervalued, disrespected. That's how I think they go into it. Right. Or this is just the whole conspiracy coming together that the Chiefs, gifting another, the Chiefs the another gift to the Chiefs. Like it just it that it could very well be that because at this point I don't know anyone who's rooting for the, the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know anyone that's like, yeah, I can't wait. The Swifties, maybe only. Yeah. The the Travis Kelsey fan club, Pfizer, Mahomes' family. Speaking of Mahomes' family. Everybody in the county jail with his pops. Yeah. That's his third DWI. Driving while influenced or DUI driving under the influence. I don't know if there's a difference in the states that it happens, but um yeah, I mean, he'll still be at the game, right? I assume there's, no so. there's no chance he misses the game. Um I was always told you can kind of get out of those if you have money. Like the story I was always told in Vancouver is if you got 10 grand, you can pay a lawyer and they'll get you off it. Right. How many times have we had told that? I've been told that from a few sources. <laughs> I've never had to exercise it, fortunately. <laughs> I don't want to I'm drop sure, that 10 grand. Yeah, I'm sure that it's not going to be a huge thing. But like, also, you could take that 10 grand and just get an Uber or something or have a, a personal driver. His, his brother Jackson's not doing anything. He could drive his dad around. For sure. Um, okay, so let's get. Should we get into the game? Game. Yeah, let's let's the biggest game the of game. the year. Who's your pick? Who you, who you got? I'm, what do you legitimately want to happen? What do you think's going to happen? This because is what I want to happen. The other week, you were not hyped on this at all, and Didn't I said, "What's going to change that you're going to get excited?" I saw a video that you sent me, and that changed it for me. So you sent me a video of Taylor Swift talking about how the number 13, I was born on the 13th. I'm pretty sure that was AI though. It was fake. Friday the 13th. No, but it brought Purdy's number 13. Yeah. Yeah. And she even at the Grammys said my favorite number is 13. Okay. So I thought I, the video I sent was fake. Like it was AI generated, but maybe it wasn't. I don't think I don't it know. is. She, I think that's actually what she said. I didn't like fact check ago. the Taylor Swift part of it. It's it's real. I'm gonna say it's real. She's yeah. her favorite number is the number thirteen. She doubled down on it at the Grammys on Sunday, um, and then so anyways, it's that hype video of her saying that, and then all of a sudden it just cuts to Brock Purdy like coming out of the stadium wearing number thirteen. I hope he ruins the Chiefs' day. I hope that the over under for this game is forty seven and a half points. I do. I am just rooting for that over to get hit. Is all I'm rooting for. Over to get hit. Um, I, and I guess I'm rooting for the 49ers. Um, do I think they win? Yes, I do. I think they run the ball. The chiefs defense is not as good, um, on the run defensive side as it is the pass defensive side. And we all know that Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the game right now. Um, so that does bode well for them. I mean, I just, I can't deal with another chief Super Bowl. 
Did I throw one stat out there? This is according to ESPN Bet. Okay. In the last 30 years, every time the Super Bowl has been played between a team traveling west and a team traveling east, the team traveling west has won. The Chiefs are traveling west. Yeah, and the Niners are traveling east by six hours, seven hours, maybe eight. Driving. So what, three? Not even. Hour flight. That, flight. That's that's there. They're driving south that distance. They're barely going. Uh, they're not going that far uh, east. east, but they're still going east a bit. A bit, yeah, yeah, a bit. So, what do you do you think that 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 Kansas City Chiefs then win because of that stat? I think so. It's also the Kansas. They have City, the better practice facility. They have the better practice facility. It's also the the jerseys. You know, they talk about the team who wore white or has won the past X number of Super Bowls. Is that with true? the exception of one team that didn't wear white, which was the Chiefs when they beat the 49ers. Okay, so the Chiefs are choosing to wear white. How did they decide the home team in this? I think the Chiefs are wearing red. The Chiefs are wearing red and the, the 49ers are wearing white? Yeah. Okay, so we were going for we're going we're we were rooting for that then. Right? You're well, you're not no, rooting for the, the Chiefs. Chiefs are the only one that have broke that curse. Um, oh. well, you didn't tell me who you thought was going to win. I am. Um, I really want the 49ers to win with more so than anything of like a spite win. When my team is uh, outside of any team I support being in the Super Bowl, I really want to see the 49ers crush the Chiefs like tears. I want it to be a good game. I want it to be a good game. And we went sure. over this There's last two time. ways to have a good game. One is a very tight like comes down to the wire, some huge, exciting plays, which for everybody is the best game. Yeah. But for somebody kind of messed up like me, there's also the spectacle game, 68 to zero or something, right? Like just a blowout. Every play, 90-yard touchdowns. That's you know, <laughs> the so boring game. That'd be so boring. Not if you're seeing teams, not if you're seeing tears, not if you're seeing hearts breaking. Yeah, but I, like I said this last time, hearts breaking would be losing on a last second touchdown, not getting crushed 95 nothing at halftime. You know, yeah, but that's losing. only 10 seconds of tears. I'm talking four quarters of tears. I, I, I disagree. People tearing their jerseys. No one's going to watch. The game's going to be over. The game will be over. No one will As watch. As I Either said, worse. the other, the option A is better for everybody. I agree. But I'm willing to accept option B, the spectacle. But okay. more and more as time goes on, I just have the doubt that somehow these Chiefs are going to win. Right. I, I mean, I'm also very afraid that they're going to win. I And it's only for one thing, and that is Patrick Mahomes is yeah. better than Brock Purdy. You can't, you have to, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. You'll That's always brought up. Brock Purdy doesn't need to play better than Patrick Mahomes for his team. No, I know, but Patrick Mahomes will play better. He will always rise to the occasion, it seems. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying Brock Purdy doesn't need to outdo Mahomes. Often, often, the quarterback has to outdo the guy. Like last year, Jalen Hurts had to outdo Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. This year, he doesn't have to outdo him. He just has to have a good game. Yes, a he has enough weapons. He has a good enough defense that if everybody does their part well, they can win. He doesn't need to outplay Patrick Mahomes today, uh, to, on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. 
I, I agree with you. Um, he just has to not make mistakes. Yeah. But here's the thing: it's like Patrick Mahomes is is like Michael Jordan. Like he will always just rise to that next level, rise to that next level, rise to that next level. That's the dangerous part about him, for sure. But so I, like he can't shut down. But but that's what I'm saying. He can't shut down Brock Purdy because they're not on the field at the same time. So he doesn't need to let him get in his head when he knows. Okay, Mahomes will have a better game than me. I agree. You go into so, that mentality, be like Mahomes. So he is doesn't like, need to like let Mahomes beat him. It's he's not playing Mahomes. You know, often you're playing the other quarterback, the mental. He doesn't need to get into that. I don't think, in my opinion, Mahomes is going to be better. Probably, yes, he's going Unless to make the plays team has that some are sort gonna... of epic meltdown. Mahomes is probably going to be better. So you don't need to get into that battle of trying to be better than him. You just need to use all the weapons around you. Let McCaffrey do half the work. Yeah, I just I the thing that scares me is that the Lions did very well against the 49ers in the middle of the field, like passing in the middle of the field. And there is a big target on that Kansas City team that is specifically in the middle of the field, and that is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So I if you shut down Travis Kelsey, you win this game. Like Mahomes is gonna throw throw like Mahomes is going to Mahomes, but you limit Travis Kelsey's under 10 passes or 10 catches, then it's just Rashid Rice you're dealing with and Pacheco. Yeah. But the four, I don't think, yeah, guys, like, four, I don't the think the, the, uh, the offense of the 49ers will be the issue. Their defense needs to step up too. I think, I think you just have to, we talk about this for years now, just stop Travis Kelsey. And, and I think you win the game. Yeah. Like you, it just, you, it's hard to stop Mahomes because he's that good. But if he has no one to go to, like to dump off to, and you always double cover Kelsey, then I think I think you're good because your offense is good. Just like let your offense control the ball, control the game. Your your defense can get a break, go out there, stop Kelsey. Let your offense control the ball, control the game, stop Kelsey. That should be what happens in this game. Hopefully. Now, the Gatorade, the prop bet. Yes. Talking about the winner. Yes. Is there no sort of consistency where like a team prefers a flavor of Gatorade? Well, what flavor would the Chiefs prefer? Or is there always a second dumping bucket that could be anything? That's not what they're really drinking. It's like a fake bucket. Like the poor bucket? That's a good yeah. question because if you if you know Because I'm sure they're not just randomly getting a different flavor every day, right? I'm sure mm. the team has a preference of flavor and it's like, hey, we want orange. We like blue. Yeah. Uh, you're not Who wrong. Like, like and blue they, Gatorade. Who and doesn't they like do. blue Gatorade? They definitely do have a favor. Every team probably has a favor. It's like we prefer purple. We or we or they have like one of those purple, yellow, green, orange, blue, red. They have like two of the five. So yeah. if you know the team, you can narrow it down to one of those, or you can put bets on both of them and increase your increase your odds. But there's no way that like people won't know that hey, it's always been the I know that they always drink orange. Yeah. Unless you're right, there is one at the end that says like these are the dump buckets. Yeah. Because what if it's half empty? You know, like what if it's like mostly empty when they go to dump it? There's gotta be a full bucket at the end for dumping. Yeah, for sure. Because otherwise, you'd know what their flavor was because they were in the Super Bowl not that long ago. Well, I'm looking at a photo of them pouring orange Gatorade over Andy Reid right now. That's what I'm saying. That was last year, right? I think it was two years or three, two years ago because Tyreek Hill is on the team. I see Tyreek Hill. What what flavor did they pour last year? 
I don't know. I don't have that picture in front of me. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so absolutely. So this is my whole yeah. thing of I think that they have a fake duplicate bucket to dump at the end that players aren't really drinking. Wouldn't put it past the NFL. Would not no. put it past. Them. Um, there is some other prop bets here. Let's, let's get into some bets though before we get into prop stuff. They the, this kind. Of, I like that there's more betting options during the Super Bowl than there is most games during the year, like the specials. Like position to score the first touchdown. It's got to be the one that carries it across the goal line. Running back is favorite, then wide receiver, then tight end, then QB. Which with Mahomes, I thought that it. Nah, it's not. Yeah, who's got I, the? I, that's uh, probably right. Who's got like the the long the biggest long shot odds? Fullback. The fullback has. Fullback at forty one, and then just goes to any other position at. What about like punt return? Uh, that's any other position. Oh, any other? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's running back, wide receiver, tight end, QB, defensive special teams. There's then fullback. So actually, a punt return has way um better odds than a fullback. Like Does a fullback Kansas City have a fullback? Um, not one I know, but I know Kyle Jushik. For the, yeah, so is like the I'm, my my point is is there one fullback in this game? That I makes... think that's the one they're definitely putting the that they're trying to get people to place bets on would be Kyle Jushik. and then any other position, way longer, and then no touchdown you can bet on as well. I honestly I would probably go wide receiver on this. I think Debo or Ayuk. What's the odds on it? What's the odds on wide receiver? Um, it's like two seventy five. So you. Plays ten dollars, you get twenty seven fifty back. Yeah. Um, and then two forty five running back. But tight end, like I don't think Kittle is going to score. But I mean, Chiefs get the ball first, then you think Kelsey, right? Yeah, I don't think it's quarterback. No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think either one of these two are the guy. The, the guy running it in on the first play. Yeah, on the first uh, first TD. Yeah, I would go. I'd go wide receiver here, actually. I think it's going to be a, a, a fast-paced game in the first quarter. Yeah. I think you take the other any other player. It's a trick play to a eligible lineman. Right. So then my next bet that I would always pair with this would be the jersey number of the first touchdown score. Oh. Over jersey 19 or 19 and a half or under jersey 19 and a half. So you have to break down the players. So Kelsey 87. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is 15, Purdy's 13, 22, I believe, is Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel, I believe, is below 19. Ayuk is like 11. Um, I don't know Rasheed Rice's number, but... He's going to be in like 85 or something, or 80, 80, yeah, somewhere up there. I mean, yeah, something like that. But it's always kind of like, you, if you're going to bet on wide receiver running back, then... You take the under. Take the under, something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, or... No, you take the over. No, because it's Pacheco's the under, but CMC's over. Oh, right. Yeah, CMC's over. But you just have to kind of weigh all that stuff out. Um, but I do love that bet. That's not the usual weekend bet. I like uh, that one. That's a good one. Yeah, it's uh, it is like it's. I haven't gone through all of these, but what are the odds on that? On um, it is like plays ten dollars, win eighteen if you bet the. Yeah, like either either section of it. Yeah, um, it's just a kind of a fun, fun thing here. But let's get into prop bets because that's kind of the the shit. We both think 
we both want Niners. We're both very afraid that the Chiefs are are going to point this out just based off of the script. Um, some ridiculous shit here. Also, the head heads or tails coin toss. Just tell me what you think right now. Would you call heads or would you call tails? I always have to go back to that Randy Moss video. Tails never fails. Well, you know, it's just they don't play the PlayStation like we do. <laughs> I told you to take tails. You know, <laughs> Randy Moss is the greatest. Oh, that country, that country accent he had. He's Man, lost it now that he's on TV a lot. He doesn't speak so country anymore, right? Like he has yeah. to. You know, he's got some media training now, so. Yeah, but like his, like he should have always been mic'd up every single game, every yeah. single game. Um, okay, Reba McIntyre is playing the uh, national anthem at the beginning of the game. Taking the under. So it's the the over under right now is eighty seven point five seconds. You're taking the under now. Did you are you taking the under because I wrote down that the last time she sang the national anthem was at a baseball game and it was eighty three seconds. No, I just don't see her as someone who's just dragging it out. I don't either. I think she's just on the guitar, gets into it. It gets it gets on stage yeah. and off stage real quick. I think she's more going for a lively, happy, bumping audience rather than just like slow, drawn out and like trying to steal the spotlight for as long as she can. Those extra few seconds, right? Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, But you can like bet on the temperature at kickoff. So there's actually a bet that Travis Kelsey. I don't know Fahrenheit though. I don't understand it. No one understands it. That's why it's more fun to bet. Just guess. Um, Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift has to happen on the field is an actual bet you can place. Oh, right man. now. What's the odds on that? That's if, insane odds. If you put $10 on no, you win $10.30. Sure. What's the yes, though? I, I Obviously, the no is going to be the, the favorite. The yeah, yeah, the yes isn't even that great. It's you put $10, you win $110. Yeah, it's good odds, but yeah, it's, it's a very it's it's okay, a long but shot. You think it'd be better odds. Like if if he proposes to her and you bet that, then you feel you $1,000 off that. Yeah. So, and also, this this, is so keep thing. in mind, I'm going by BC's lottery, which is the most garbage sports book oh, in the yeah. world. In yeah. the world by far, British Columbia has the worst sports book in the world. So, uh, Travis Kelsey is a person. I do not see him in a million years doing this. But the Travis Kelsey from the Taylor Swift songs, he'd do that. If that makes any sense to you. This yeah. fictional character of Travis Kelsey, the football player in a Taylor Swift song, proposes <laughs> yeah, to his girlfriend 100%. of like less than a football season on the field in the Super Bowl. 1000%. But the real guy, I don't think the real guy does anything close to that. Like, I, I feel like he'd never do that. Yeah. And then the last, so the last Taylor Swift thing we'll talk about here is the amount of times the camera cuts to her from kickoff to the final play is over under five and a half. Oh, but Roger Goodell is only over under one and a half. Are they sitting together? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I mean, I wouldn't put it past whatever box Taylor Swift is in has at least two or three more people that are like equally as important to whatever respective field they're in. Roger Goodell would be one of those. Did I? Roger Goodell's always on there, though. He's always in the prop bets. I remember him from previous years. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like one and a half times showed him. 
and yet Taylor Swift is at five and a half. They're they are going to milk the shit out of Taylor Swift this Super Bowl. It should be ten. They're going to show her ten times. So did I send you that uh, thing? Someone compiled the amount of times in each broadcast she's been shown, and for yeah. the total time, it yeah. was actually for most of them, except for like one or two. It was a lot less than I expected. I thought it was going to be well over like a minute, but it's down to like five seconds. Like for some, some yeah, was, yeah. I feel like were... one of them was eight minutes though, but other than... oh, oh, really? I'm trying to. I'm, I'm exaggerating, now, but uh, yeah, it was shockingly low though. I remember looking at it, being like, "No way! There's no way that's true." Um, okay, some of these other bets here. I can't see the Taylor Swift one. I don't know. Um, national anthem. Who do they show first? Mahomes or Purdy? Mahomes. I think so too. Yeah. Um, do they say? Mr. Irre- During the program, so I guess kickoff, do they say Mr. Irrelevant first or GOAT first? Oh, I think uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a Drake curse bet in here where if he wears the, like, do you think Drake's going to wear a Niners jersey or a Chiefs jersey? I don't think he's wearing either. I don't think he's wearing it either. I don't no. think he's uh, is he, I don't I don't know. Is he at the game? Like we know he's at the game. That's what I mean. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, will Jason Kelsey be shown with his shirt off? Yes. Okay. If he's at the game, which I assume he is. Yeah. Replays do not count. Um replays do not count. Okay. So like replays from Buffalo. No, I know. I, I figured they're gonna show him and just maybe a little clip from or just a, a static photo of his last uh Yeah, game. I don't think he takes his shirt off. I think he's gonna be more I don't think he's gonna be Buffalo is a place where you go and you yeah. have fun. This is more of a Yeah, Las Vegas. Program. Nobody's going shirtless and getting rowdy in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's never happened. Right? All right, touche. Will the MVP mention Taylor Swift? No. No. I don't think so either. No. Why? Unless it's Travis Unless Kelsey. Unless it's Travis Kelsey. Um, but even then, I don't think he'd say her name. I think he would just have some type of innuendo yeah. thing. Um, Usher's first words at the halftime show. Here are the options. Yeah. Vegas. What's up? Yo. Hello. Make some noise. Usher. I can't hear you. Peace. Well, that's a tough one. I think is I know there the answer an, to this. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's also is what's the option for none of those? There isn't. So it's <laughs> a set show. It has <laughs> to be one of them. It's a set show. Yeah. I think I, I think I, he opens in a song. I don't think he like opens with like hello, hello Vegas or something, right? I think he starts with the song. Well, if you if you listen to a lot of Usher stuff back in the day. It all a lot of his songs, too many of them, not like all of them, start with Usher, 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 Usher. So I would actually put money on Usher as the first words that he says. Yeah, I don't think he says it though. I think it's background saying it. He's not saying his own name in the song for background vocals. Of course he is. He thousand percent is. No, no way. No chance. Usher here. Talking about Usher. Um. There is at some point a first song that he'll play, but I can't find it right now. Um, Can I tell you my thing? Do you remember my thing about halftime shows? No. I hate halftime shows. I despise them. Yeah, I I don't like them either. 
They're but off. Most most people come for like a lot, a lot of girlfriends and boyfriends come to watch. Oh, half the people the are there show. watching for the halftime show. Yeah. My beef with the halftime show is it's truncated. So all the songs that you like are seven seconds long. Yeah. And they never sound as good because live music played through a TV isn't never as great. enjoyable as a good recorded quality recording or being at the live event. You get the worst of both worlds. Yeah, I I completely agree. Especially like anytime you watch like almost like a concert, even on TV anywhere, it's never as good as it usually no. is. So, um, yeah, no, I, I and also like I we talked about this before. I don't know why Usher's doing it. He's I like Usher. I got a, I got Usher songs. I'm I'm good with Usher. I have no beef with Usher. People didn't like Rihanna last year. I had no beef. I with liked Rihanna, Rihanna last the show. year. I thought it was a great. I thought Rihanna was great last year. I thought actually like those Mario level like block level things she was standing on the whole time was more fascinating than the actual show i was just trying to figure out how they rigged the whole thing and like that was cool yeah it was cool but she, i mean she's got a ton of hits and she's kind of relevant like yeah I, that's the thing i have no beef with the artist i'm fine with ushers the artist i just don't I just, like the halftime show yeah i don't care who you put in there i don't like the show <laughs> okay okay all right come down Ludacris better be in the fucking show that's all i gotta say that's all I gotta say. I'll say this: the Eminem one was kind of cool to see who he brought out. Well, that's because yeah, nostalgic and all that stuff. It, but I, it wasn't even the music; it was just kind of seeing like the setup they had. Yeah, their you know, setup they, they, wasn't I, the greatest. I could listen to it on mute, and I would have just enjoyed it as much. Well, yeah, yeah. And okay, what is your favorite Super Bowl food? Oh, like what would you love to have on the table watching the Super Bowl? Last thing I brought out for a Super Bowl party was ribs ribs on the barbecue okay that's a that's a great one yep i wouldn't go ribs i'd go my favorite like what i would do would be a buffalo chicken dip and okay. and then follow that up by pizza later that's the only I two throw things better, I like a dip that i prefer like a smoked queso dip homemade smoked queso yeah, that'd be good that'd be good yeah. You need a dip, though. I feel like every Super Bowl party needs a dip. Right. I, I, well, I, you got a variety of foods. I, it's not that you had to pick one thing to eat on a desert island watching Super Bowls for the that rest of your the life question. when I took ribs. That's the question. You took ribs. Yeah. And so you took a dip. All you got to dip. You got a buffalo chicken dip for the rest of your life. That's and the only pizza. thing you got. You got nothing else. And pizza. So you took two things. I got one. You got two. Yeah, you got your queso dip and your ribs. I got my buffalo chicken dip and my pizza. We yeah, each got a I dip. like pizza too. I like sliders. I like steak bites. I like it's all good. You know what else I've done? I've done a wheel of brie. I like a wheel of brie. Yeah. Baked wheel of brie, some nice fancy breads. Yeah. I like that. Super Bowl foods are the best. They taste better during the game too. Some people I know, they're just there for the food. There's food and halftime show. A lot There's of people that go for the food and the commercials. Oh, I don't like the commercials. I don't yeah, care for I the commercials. I don't really care for the commercials either. Yeah. I'm there for the football game. If a commercial comes on every once in a while, uh, sure. But I'm not there. I, I will go to the bathroom during commercials. I'm not there to stay for the commercials. I'll ask you this. For sporting events, watching... Now, you don't like to watch sporting events with a group of people. Yes. But right. if you're forced to, how on a level of 1 to 10, how distracted do you get? Like, how Are you watching the game intimately? Like You are just glued to the screen? Or yeah. are you getting caught up talking about stuff with buddies? If the game is good, I'm not talking about stuff with anybody. If the game is bad, I can tune out pretty good. 
But if the game's good, I no, I'm in. I'm not listening to anything that's said on, in either of my ears. Right. And I'm mad, actively mad at people for talking during during the game. Well, that's my thing. I, I unfortunately I get distracted when it's too much going on around. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I don't like watching sports, people. Because if it is a well, good game, no, I want to be. I, in it. I I don't mind if everybody is just there to shut up and watch the game. Yeah, that I don't mind that if everyone's on the same page. I don't mind if there's more people around. I, I can live with that. Yeah. But not everybody at the Super Bowl party is there for. They 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 don't want to know how many stat how yards this guy has. They don't want to check every yeah. little stat. Like they're not talking. They're not naming obscure players from past Super Bowls which they saw. They're not talking about the first Super Bowl they saw. John Elway back to back. You know, like bringing up all these like football facts, right? Yeah. No, I. They're asking agree. like, where's the blue cheese dip for the wings? Right. That's what they're on. Right. They're the shit out of me. That's why that's it. But if you do get a good group of people, then it's always, it is enjoyable, but you, you, you immediately risk it by trying to find a good group of people. Yeah. Neither one of us said wings. Wings are a staple too. I do, but it's kind of implied with my Buffalo chicken dip. Why? Because it's, it tastes like wings. No. Wings yeah. are far better than the Buffalo chicken dip. I agree. I agree. But for the Super Bowl, I like the Buffalo chicken dip instead yep. of the buffalo chicken wings what do you dip in your uh wings in bread like a fresh baguette no or no my wings, wings, wings. My wings what do you dip in your blue wings? cheese blue cheese yeah, one thousand i hate ranch ranch can, that is I the most never. unpopular opinion i probably have which i get into arguments with people i hate ranch ranch, is, ranch is gross i will put blue cheese over ranch in any situation any day of the week ever i wouldn't choose ranch ever no ever like you couldn't even if it was the only option i'd like i'd rather not have it well, I know I can't eat things dry like that. I'll die. Just put more buffalo wing sauce on your chicken wings. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll substitute hot sauce for. Uh, yeah, ranch. I can't. I will. I ranch. I will never. I don't, blue cheese all the way, and I think a, like a thick, good blue cheese where you're getting chunks of cheese. When I uh, when I was going to school in Austria, they didn't have blue cheese d uh, dressing for the um, for the foods there, so I had to make some. I made these guys hot wings for a Champions League soccer game. Made hot wings with the blue cheese dressing. It's pretty good. It was very good. Do you ever make it anymore? Well, I haven't had to because I can just go get it at the store. Come on. Right? Perfect something. Why spend three hours and $90 in supplies for something I can get for six yeah, bucks? That's always the flaw. Anytime you want to do something like, oh, we'll cook at home. We'll make a nice pasta. It ends up costing, you end up having like less food you have no leftovers and yet you've spent as much money as you would if you just bought a whole shitload of stuff from a restaurant i'm not even saying the restaurant this is just an ingredient yeah no i know i'm saying like you if you want something just treat yourself every once in a while make yeah. it easy no yeah, um all right do you have anything else to say uh we got one episode left next week the recap of the super bowl yeah air the grievances uh, i actually i got an, a grievance with you but i'll save it for next week so we got okay, a little something to argue about. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll need yeah. something to argue about. Okay. Also, um, one last thing I'll say about the, the Super Bowl is the commercials. Is there's always trailers for movies that are like four minutes long that are just little, like it spoilers. tells you the entire fucking thing in the movie. They're spoilers, not trailers. And then they play it over and over every break. Drives me nuts. You know the history of the trailer? No. It used to come after the movies. That's why they call them trailers. So at the movie theater, when the movie aired, the trailer would come on to preview other movies. And you stuck around and watched the trailers after the credits. So you could preview other movies. 
But then they realize not everybody's staying for these, so it's better marketing. We put them up front. That makes sense. Yeah. Now nobody stays for the credit titles either. No. Well, Marvel, I also hate trailers of the beginning movies. I don't go to them. No, well, I just, I'm never organized enough to get there on time for the trailers. You know, well, I'm usually walking in during the I'm, opening act. I'm half an hour early in the movie and I just stay outside the theater until, until the trailers are done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, asking guys going out, going out yeah. to the bathroom, are they done? Are they done? Trailers done? <laughs> um, should I come by for the game? I I have no idea what I'm doing for the game. Yeah, I'm not going to come by. It's I know. Okay. I know, you're going to a party. No, I'm working, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me that. Usually I'll probably you get off buddies. That. Usually I'm you sure go I'll to get buddies off place. That. The last like three years in a row, you've gone to the same same guy's house or something like that. Matt last many years in a row, more than three. Yeah, so I'm surprised you're not going this weekend. Well, I probably will go because I'll probably get off work in time. So bring that blue cheese dip of yours. With nothing else, yeah. Just I hope so somebody else the brought dip, wings. Boys. <laughs> wings. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the game this weekend. We will be back for one last episode next week. Thank you for listening. Hey, if you're a fan of Formula One, then I've got the perfect podcast for you. The Pit Stop Podcast, presented by the Ordinary Podcasting Network. After every single race of the Formula One schedule, Jordan and Tyler will break it down, give you some news, analysis, insight, before answering your questions and setting you up for the next race. That's the Pit Stop Podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by the Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.